Welcome to Hive Mind, the weekly podcast from the Beehive about the latest and greatest in pop culture. I'm Meg Walter in studio. Are you? <laughs> Do you need <laughs> help over kind, there? I don't know. I'm like kind of still in an Iquil <laughs> fog. I only caught about 4% of the words that you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Now that we've got you uh, hooked, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to release a separate channel for Hive Mind. Yeah, we're going to so Hive, Hive Mind go into its own channel. So it's not great right now. Yeah, and it's there's too much going on on the Beehive too channel. Much. And there are people who they just want to hear us talk about pop culture and they don't want to hear about anything else. That's all they want from so life is our hot takes on pop culture. Yeah, Eli, what have you been watching? Well, I'm glad you asked. So TV TV's back. It's the fall. Oh, right. Yes. And I watch TV on the annual fall schedule. I'm the last person in America still doing that. Uh, okay. Yesterday, no. my favorite what? comedy premiered. Okay. Madam Secretary <laughs> in its final season, which I watch as a comedy and not as a drama. And I've enjoyed it. It's final it. season. It's final season. How many seasons has it run? Uh, I think this is season six or seven. Whoa. And, uh, so the prior season, spoiler alert, the prior season ended with Taya Leone announcing that she's going to run for president. Was so she secretary? Of she's state. secretary of state. That's why she's called Madam Secretary. So this is like, we, uh, she's going to win and it's going to be like, Hillary won, guys. Well, I, so my expectation was, okay, so the final season will be her campaigning and it will end with her becoming president because that makes sense. It's yeah. The show's called Madam Secretary, so the show should start... From the time she becomes a secretary of state and end with her leaving that position to go do something else. Mm-hmm. Premieres last night. She's just already president. Like they just like skipped it. So the last episode of the last season, she announces she's running. And then this one starts and it's just like she's president now. And she's just in the Oval Office what, like doing her thing. What what major shifts has she already made in the country as president? So I don't know because here's the thing. Yeah. I have gotten really bad at watching TV where I don't actually watch it anymore. Yeah. And Skyler's been criticizing me because last night he walked in and he was like, asked me a question about the episode, a very basic question. Yeah. And it was almost over. And I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> and he was like, did you watch this? And I was like, yeah, I'm watching it, but I'm mostly on my phone. Yeah. And he, so he was like, tell me the plot of this episode. And other than, well, she's president now, I could not tell him a single thing that happened Remember in the entire episode. Remember when we did Jaws for this podcast? <laughs> and I was talking about a part and you were like, wait, what? <laughs> like you had clearly not watched, like you had, quote, watched the movie, but yeah. you had not actually like watched a lot the movie so i'm i am not really paying attention to succession oh, i'm caught you up you are missing out i know and the thing is i'm like i know i like the show but i'm not paying any attention to it so like last night i watched this whole episode and it got to the end and i was like wait i don't even know what happened in this episode that was an hour of my time and i don't even know what happened you gotta break some gregs to make a tomlet is that was that from the episode? It's Eli, I know. See, I don't know what to do. Uh, you know what I need? <laughs> it's a pretty simple solution. What? No, I need a knitting project. Oh yeah, because when I knit, I really pay. You attention. have to be doing something with your hands. Yeah, well, yeah, well, because if I'm not, if I don't have a knitting project, then I'm looking into my phone, and then I'm. But not you can't just attention. like sit and watch. No. No. That's true. You're not a good sit and watch person. You've been to movies with me. Yeah. It's <laughs> alarming. 
It's alarming. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 tough. So okay, so yeah, I watch. I, I am almost caught up on the Great British Baking Show. Lovely. Yes. It's taken me a long time to get through it because I keep getting distracted with other things. But I just love that show so much. I know. It makes me so happy. Um, uh, How do you feel about uh, the Roaring Twenties Challenge? I didn't understand it. That's not a real thing. What is the so everything was supposed to look like the twenties? It didn't make I didn't any really sense. Really get it? I didn't really get it. Uh, so the other day I was watching something on CBS All Access. Sure. Uh, which or, you pay money for? Which I pay money for. Hey, you know what it is worth it because I am telling you, The Good Fight, one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. You say that about a lot of shows. No, but The Good Fight, you seriously need to give it a try. It is phenomenal television. All right, I'll try. Okay. Um, Anyway, so I was accessing CBS All Access, and Skylar like took the remote and accidentally clicked on Mom. Oh, starring Alice and Janie. We've talked about it in this podcast room before because yeah. it looks like the worst television program of all time. We did not watch a second of it because the moment he clicked on it, we both screamed and turned off the TV. Wow, because we didn't want to see it. But now CBS All Access thinks that that's the kind of programming yep. I'm into. Mm-hmm. So every time I access CBS All Access, it's like new episodes of Mom, and here's another awful show starring sitcom people from the 90s that are still ma- trying to make a comeback. Yep. So anyway, but it made me think that you and I really should sit down and watch an episode of Mom together and review it. Okay. We should just do like a review of CBS comedies. Let's do it. Okay. Um, that reminds me. Uh, children are great. Children are not great for algorithms. Hmm. Meaning that my Spotify, yeah. I'll have like here's what we think you should listen to today. And it's like Disney hits. And I'm like, <laughs> no. And my Netflix recommendations are like my little pony. And I'm like, this my life is ruined. Well, they have, you, you, why don't yes, you? Yes. So I know. Do they not have that? kids. They just access whichever. to their own hands. Do they not have something like that for Spotify too? Like kids Spotify? You have to pay extra for like a family Spotify. Not worth it. No. Mm-mm. No. So anyway. Uh, anything else? Uh, that's all I can think of right now. What have you been watching? Well, The Good Place is back. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. Can I say one more thing? Uh, I guess. I, I just remembered. For the first time in my life, I watched Scream last oh, week. Oh, what did you think? I think it's a really stupid movie. Oh, uh, that's what I've heard. And um, it didn't. maybe I'm just like desensitized or something, but it wasn't scary to me at all. Like It was just like, okay, so somebody's trying to kill people. But they're being a little jokey about it. It wasn't tense for me. It wasn't okay. scary. And part of the problem might might be that I already knew the ending just because it's iconic-ish. Yeah. Yeah. And I think maybe I'd seen clips of it. Okay. I would not recommend Scream. Okay. But I'm trying to watch – every Halloween I try and watch like a couple of – Iconic like We're horror watch films. A scary one you and I, are, you and I are going to watch. We need to schedule it, and I'm very excited because I don't know how much of a stomach you have for horror. I don't either, honestly. Yeah, so I'm so excited. Okay, we're going to watch an episode of Mom, and then and then what are we watching? Well, let's talk about it offline. Okay, we're it's not surprised. They're not going to spoil it. Okay. Um, and so okay, so scream, Sorry. no good. Scream, wouldn't recommend it. All right. So, Good Place is back. Okay. Uh, You know, I think they're ending at the right time. I haven't watched uh, the the first episode yet. I think they should have ended like a season ago. I think you're right. I think that like this story, they've run out of room for this story. Yeah. 
which is too bad. And I think the jokes are still funny, but it's like you're kind of stretching my um, patience. Okay. Because uh, the story, because the the story stopped making sense to me yeah. about a year and a half ago. Yeah, I was exactly. just like, "What are they doing?" But the, but the jokes are still funny, so it's I'm willing to put it on and listen to the jokes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I watched for the first time a movie from the early '90s called Death Becomes Her. Oh yeah. <laughs> Starring so Meryl excited. Streep and Goldie Hawn uh-huh. and Bruce Willis. Uh-huh. How I had never seen this movie before <laughs> is completely insane. Yeah. It is like in my lane, one hundred percent. Right. Um, Meryl Streep is so funny in it. Yeah. Yeah. Like in a way, I didn't know she could be funny. Yeah, um, Goldie Hawn is amazing, of yeah. course. National treasure. And there's like special effects in it, but they're like really bad. Oh, but kind of intentionally bad. Kind of like Beetlejuice. Yeah, where it's kind of like almost like claymationy bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I was really into it. The story is bonkers. It falls completely apart in the second half, but you don't even care because yeah, no. you're just enjoying watching Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn Try and be kill Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> Death becomes her. I think we found it on Amazon, and it was one of those like, how has this not been part of my canon up to this point? So it, it's been so long since I've seen it, but the the premise is that they neither of them can die for some reason. Yeah, uh, so it's, they, they're both vain, right? Vain, yeah. And it's a little problematic. At one point, Goldie Hawn is in, like, a fat suit, and okay. uh, uh, they hate each other because Meryl stole Goldie Hawn's boyfriend sure. and married him, and Goldie Hawn wants to kill Meryl, blah, blah, blah. Meryl wants to look younger. She takes a potion okay. that makes it impossible for her to die. Okay. So, like, at one point, she falls down the stairs, and her body's, like, all contorted, and then you see her, like, reassemble her body, and it's actually, like, kind of, kind of freaky, uh-huh. uh, but it's, like, a lot of that. Okay. Like, a lot of, like, at one point, Goldie Hawn has, like, a hole in her stomach where yeah. they shot a shotgun, and I she's just, like, that. walking around with a hole in her stomach. Yeah. Lots of sight gags. Uh, just incredible. And But Meryl Streep is not immortal? I thought she was, too. She is. Okay. Yeah. They both take the potion. They both take the potion. Okay, gotcha. Because they're both referred to this lady, the Jack Donaghy's wife on 30 Rock. Uh, oh, yeah. His former wife. Yeah. The French woman? The French woman, whose okay. name is escaping me. Okay. Uh, so, Eli... Last night, I was supposed to go see Downton Abbey. Yeah. I had a ticket. Yeah. I'm clearly not feeling 100%. Yeah. And I asked you if you could just tell me about the movie, and you've never agreed to something so quickly. So I'm going <laughs> to let you tell me what happens in Downton well, let Abbey. Let me ask you first, what is your relationship with Downton Abbey? I stopped watching, spoiler alert, when Matthew dies. At the end of season three. So yeah. you're- She just had a baby. Yeah. You're wrong. That was wrong of you to do. I, and it wasn't that I wasn't interested. It just kind of happened. So a lot of people stopped watching after season three. And because a lot of people were very upset that Matthew died. Matthew was never my favorite part of Downton Abbey. I was always kind of apathetic about him. And so I didn't care that when he was gone. When they kill the really pretty sister. Yeah, that was like, sad. And it's in the like the same episode. It is? They both died like in the same episode. Um, so Sybil, when Sybil died, I was very upset about that. I didn't care so much about Matthew, but I was like, 
I love being in that house so much that it's okay. like, I don't care. Kill the whole cast and bring in new people. But don't kill the whole cast because I love almost all of them, except for Bates, who I think is the villain of the show. I hate him so much. And I'm very sad for uh, Anna that she ended up with him. And I hated every moment that he was on screen. Why is he the villain? Because I just he's so boring. He's oh. just so boring that no, he becomes we need a villain. Boring people. We Remember don't need when Bates. we had boring presidents. Oh, don't even get me started right now about boring presidents. Okay, so my relationship with Downton Abbey is that I consider it a member of my family. Okay. Uh, when it used to be on on Sunday evenings, my two friends Matt and Adam would come over. We would open a bottle of wine, red wine and cheese, and we would take three hours to watch the episode because we would pause it every few minutes to talk about what was happening. Okay, and, important hmm? question. Yeah. What kind of cheese? Oh, all the kinds. An array. Gourmet. An array of cheese. We would go to Harmon's and we would raid like the fancy cheese section and we would try different cheeses. Is there any happier place in the world than the fancy cheese section at Harmon's? No, there's not. It's the... Uh, sometimes when I'm sad, I'll go mm-hmm. to the Harmon's cheese section. Yeah. Um, I am pretty sure I gained 30 pounds because of Downton Abbey. Oh, well, worth it. And it was the thing I looked forward to most in the world. Like I said, it would take us three hours to get through an episode because we would like we wanted to prolong it as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So when the show ended, I felt like a member of my family died. Right. When I found out that they made a movie, I was a little bit nervous because of a few reasons. One is. I didn't know if the movie would be considered canon, and it really stressed me out to think that, like, for the rest of my life, I'm always going to wonder if what happens in the movie, like, counts for the plot, or is it like, no, the movie doesn't count. So what do you think? Nothing happens in the movie, so it doesn't matter. Nothing happens in this entire movie, and I am here for it. Didn't the queen come to visit? Listen. Okay, here's the plot. I'll give it very quickly. Okay. Um, Downton Abbey's just like chilling like normal. Yeah. Everybody's at the house. Okay. And then they get this message, gets delivered to the house, and there's this long montage of like the message getting kind of passed through the house, and everybody's like reads it and it's like, <gasps> but yeah. we don't know what it says yet, you know, sure. and then finally it makes it to Grantham, Lord Grantham or whatever, and he's like, the queen and king are coming to visit Downton Abbey. Why are they coming? Because they're just going around and visiting all of like the big, houses and lords and earls and whoever else they're just going around the country visiting everybody a bunch right of now. rich people nonsense sure and so he's like we must get ready and so the downstairs people are like oh yeah this is our time to shine <laughs> and the upstairs people are like oh there's so much to do to get ready but they don't have to do any no. of it themselves but no. like repeatedly throughout the movie they're all like upstairs like lying on the couch like oh we're so stressed so much to do to get ready for the king and queen uh-huh. And then the the king and queen's, like, staff show up, and they kind of, like, kick out the downstairs people, and they're like, we'll take it from here. And the downstairs people are very upset about that because this was going to be their time to shine. Oh, yeah. So the downstairs people sabotage the the royal palace, like, workers and, like, drug them and lock them in closets. I mean, it is so gimmicky and so hilarious, and I'm here for it. And, uh, and so that they have to be, like— well, the royal palace people left. I guess we're cooking the meal. And so then they do the meal. King and queen come and hang out upstairs. The upstairs people like talk to them. And then the king and queen leave. And that's the whole movie. <laughs> the entire movie. And I'm not kidding you. Okay, so I keep telling, I've told you several times that nothing happens in this movie. I have been thinking about this movie nonstop for a week. 
going through every single character to see if I can think of one example of this huge cast of a single character experiencing even the most minor change from the beginning of the movie to the end. Yeah. The writers went out of their way to leave the characters exactly as they found them. So, for example, Edith, the middle daughter. Yeah. Her entire story in this movie is that her husband, who's like an earl, he's she ended up. She got married. She got she gets married at the very end of the series to somebody who's like lots of status. So she now like outrakes everybody in the family, which is hilarious. But she wasn't very nice. Edith. No, Edith becomes Edith's character arc is like one where she's sort of this like redemptive. Yeah. She by the end of the series, she becomes this this very independent um, like woman who's experienced a lot of trauma and has like risen above it and so forth. Anyway, so in the movie, um, her husband gets invited by the king to go like on some royal journey for three months. And she's like, hey, I don't kind of I'm nervous about you going on this because I might be pregnant. And he's like, what? So their whole story arc is trying to figure out how to tell the king that, like, this guy can't go right now because Edith might be pregnant. They get to the end of the movie and they never even say if she actually is pregnant. So her character is, like, left exactly how we found her, which is, like, Edith might be pregnant or she might not be. Those are the two options. Are they going to make a second one? No. So at the end of the movie, she's like, he's like, okay, I don't have to go on the royal journey. And she's like, that's great because what if I'm pregnant? Or what if I'm not? And, like, that's how it ends. So Mary's entire plot is that she's, like, at the beginning, she's like, I wonder if I'm going to have to sell down to Nabby one day because maybe we can't keep all of this up. And then at the end of the movie, she's like, I might have to sell down to Abby one day or I might not. Incredible. The funniest one, though, is the dowager, Grandma um, Maggie Maggie Smith, who is, you know, world treasure. Um, She... This is like the one point of the movie where I thought like maybe something was about to happen toward the end. She's she was like, gonna die. She yeah. She pulls Mary. She's like Mary, Lady Mary. I need to talk to you. I have something to tell you. It's serious. So they go in this room. They shut the door and she sits down and she's like, I've been to London recently to have some medical tests done. And I was like, oh crap, Grandma's Yo, gonna she's die. Sick. Yeah, Grandma's sick. <laughs> and she says, the doctors say. That I may not have a lot of time left, or that I may have a lot of time left. What are you? Serious? I'm not kidding you. And then, and Mary's like, "Oh, Grandma Ma, do you need to go home and lie down and rest?" And she says, "No, I will continue living my life the way I already have." And then she, this is a direct quote. She says, "Quote, and I will be fine until I'm not." Wow. And that is her entire character arc. And I was like. So the grandma's going to die one day and it might be soon or it might not. Yeah. Like we they didn't even she didn't even say and I've been diagnosed with such and such. Like they specifically syphilis. The, syphilis. They specifically made sure not to leave a change in any character. And I honestly think it's because the writers knew that people like me were going to be stressed out about whether or not the movie counts as canon okay. with the series and sure. so they're like, "You know what? They made it like a Christmas special." Yeah. Like they used to do these Christmas specials. Well, Matthew dies in one of the Christmas specials, right? Well, he died. No, he dies in a series finale. But like one one season, like between seasons, they made like just a Christmas special. They did it on Schitt's Creek, too. Do you remember like a year and a half ago? Yeah. And it's like an episode where you get to spend time with the characters, but the plot is not propelled forward in any way. Right. And that's what the movie is. Okay. And I'm telling you, when this thing ended, 
I was like, I wish it would start over. I would rewatch the entire movie right now. So are they going to make more episodes of the show? I think it's done. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I think they're like Have out. you found, I feel sad for you. Why? Have you found like a new Downton Abbey no. in your life? Do you, no. do you wish you had? So you know what? That, that era of television, I have been hoping I can like reclaim at some point because uh, I would watch Downton Abbey and The Good Wife on Sunday nights. Yeah. And it was like there was nothing I looked more forward to yeah. than that experience. I have not found a show that I like as much as either of those. I'm so sorry. Do you have anything in your life that like a TV show that feels like a family member to you? I mean, the Great British Baking Show. Yeah. If they take that off the air, my mental health will suffer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Just give me more British stuff. More British stuff. I, you know, Fleabag, it's like I told you, when the second season ended and I realized that there wasn't a third season yeah. and there wouldn't be, I like almost lost my mind over yeah. that. Yeah. I get emotional thinking about that episode. They give it and take it away. Did you see uh, what's her name on SNL? No, I haven't watched it yet. Did you? Yeah, it's funny. Is she good? It's funny. There's this. There's this one sketch. Spoiler alert. Sorry, but I'm just gonna tell you about Please. it anyway. There's this really funny sketch where the entire sketch is her and some guy who's off at war, and I think it's like supposed to be World War One era. Yeah. And they're writing letters back and forth to each other. Yeah. And so he'll write her like the this sketch starts off with him like I am at war and blah 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 and the and it's poetic like long letter about how much he loves her. And he's like I I long I yearn to see you again. And then it gets sent to her, and then it shows her sitting at her desk, and she pulls out her pen and she writes, "Dear so and so." Thank you. <laughs> and it's just like a sketch where that just goes yeah. on yeah, and yeah, on. Yeah. And it is so funny. Okay, I need to watch it. Watch it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how's yeah. Bo and Yang? Bo and Yang? Bo and Yang is the new cast member. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was funny. He was funny. I I only can remember him from like the uh, cold open. but He, was he does these um, lip sync videos He on Twitter. And there's like a lip sync video of him doing Miranda Priestly. Oh. Devil Wears Prada, yeah. the like Cerulean speech, yeah, where he's like, "What? Oh, something's funny." Yeah, and he does it perfect. You need up. to look it up. Okay. He also does uh, Reese Witherspoon getting pulled over for drunk driving uh-huh. when she's like with her husband, uh-huh. and it's her talking to an officer, and she's like, "Do you know who I am?" <laughs> and iconic. Okay, I'll check it All out. All right, so Downton Abbey, you liked it. Five thumbs up. I love movies where it. nothing happened. You know what? It was comforting, When actually. I saw, um, what's the, <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite yeah. for the first time, uh-huh. I was like, I'm just not at all stressed out. There's no tension. There is this no is tension. just enjoyable. Yeah, I, I loved it. And honestly, like we could use a little bit more of that. Yeah. Um, I'll say... I can't imagine that you would like the movie if you didn't watch the show at all. Can you imagine? You're but, like, yeah, what's this? <laughs> well, so I went with two people, and one of them was my friend Matt, who used to come over and watch it with me. Yeah. So he, we were into it. And then the third person with us was like, I think I saw an episode once. Mm-hmm. And when it ended, we were like, did you even enjoy that? And he's like, yeah, it was like good acting. And the oh, dialogue okay. is like fun to listen to. It's like very witty dialogue. He's like, I don't understand a lot of the references, but he was like, I was entertained by that. So okay. I don't know. There you go. Yeah. 
Um, thank you, Eli, for sharing this knowledge. I apologize that I was unable to fulfill my duties as mm-hmm. your co-host and see the movie. Next week, we'll be talking Dick, the Michelle Williams and Kirsten Dunst movie mm-hmm. concerning Richard Nixon and his impeachment for no reason. Uh, we will be joined <laughs> with Allison, who's Shug Knight, on Twitter. And we look forward to seeing you then. Bye.